When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Whoa, whoa, what a week. What, what, what a week. What a week. Whoa, I'm worn out. Oh my gosh, what a week. There's so much going on. And you know, we, we, uh, oh, by the way, I want to give you a little phone number because while we're going to talk about some other stuff, we really want to talk about your money stuff. So give us a call at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, because I know it's easy to forget the number. So 855-935-8255-TALK. Um, no, we have to talk about something this week. It is absolutely critical. I, I, yeah, we've talked about it before. I know you've probably, you probably heard a lot about this, but I'm telling you, this is such a big national story. It's a cruncher, it's, and it's one that's been. You know, I saw it in the New York Times again today. I'm telling it's you, been all over the media. This is this is just. I can't believe how big this story is, and it's taken on a serious financial aspect that I, I. I guess I wasn't expecting. I probably should have expected, knowing human greed as I do, and and the story. You know the story we're talking about. You know which one we're going to cover, right? You know exactly what this is about. It's a mouthful. It's, uh, oh, it's well, we got something so... people have been chewing on all See, over the place. It's and incredible. once again, once again, we desperately need a dad joke arbiter in the studio. <laughs> Please, if anyone wants to volunteer for the role, it's only a brief test. I see a guy in the back row there. Yeah, He's... it's only a brief test. No, we'll no, hand no, out no. we'll hand out your little yellow cards and your red cards. Red cards means he's out of here. They're so bad. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I got it, that one coming. Yeah, you do. Because here's what you yeah. You, you think you know what we're talking about. You think, right? Of course you know. We're talking about the national grape nut shortage. It is it a travesty. Continues. It is a travesty. Is. I can't believe that we've, we've fallen this low as a society that we cannot supply grape nuts addicts like our good friend Tom with the grape nuts he needs. Thank goodness his wife is a scrounger and managed to scrounge up a case of grape nuts for him to get him through this crisis. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't tell people I'm hoarding grape nuts here. They'll be hoarding grape nuts. Garage soon. Now, Come they on, have man. no toilet paper, but they've got grape nuts. <laughs> That's a good point, which think that through priorities could be important yeah uh-huh. could be important no, no. grape nuts yeah they've been it's been hard to find on the shelves seriously it depends on where you are. I remember we had the guy in the south sound sent me the picture after we talked about this a month ago mm-hmm. and then yeah my wife went out because she works in the you know the, the business she found a restaurant supply company that sent us a case not one box not two boxes a case of grape nuts and do wow, you know on the secondary market what that case of grape nuts goes for on eBay. Two boxes. Yeah. And they're not big. You know grape nuts boxes. They're not big. No, they're uh, not big. I think they're like 15 ounces, 14 ounces. That sounds right. Two boxes of grape nuts going on eBay for 55 bucks. What? How many boxes? Wait, I, I'll be right back. How many boxes gotta, do gotta, you have? I got to do some posting here pardon the pun <laughs> yes invented by the way i know now everything there is to know about grape nuts 
They were invented in 1897 by C.W. Post, who was a nutritional wild man. They uh, they went to the with the first expedition to Antarctica, to the South Pole. They went to the fir- on the first climb up Mount Everest. They were with the troops during World War One. These were a hot product in the early 20th century. They've they've calmed down since then until the pandemic, and then all of a sudden, boom. You couldn't find them. It's weird. They, they weren't them. on the shelf. They still had the name up there, but they never had the the actual product, and they never had a good explanation. And even well, the, I gotta say, the, even the, the explanation in the New York Times today, I would not call that a great explanation of no. where are my grape nuts. They it's basically said, "Here's what they said: supply chain constraints." What What does that mean? That means uh, nothing. It means anyway. that they. Didn't expect to sell as much as they, and they, so they didn't They're make enough. Shorter, they didn't make enough. Shorter, su- shorter the supply than buying GameStop at uh, Robin Hood, I guess, or something. Oh, and right? by so, the way, as to the name, Grape Nuts, the New York yes. Times claims that C.W. Post believed that they created glucose when he baked them, and he referred to glucose as grape sugar, and that they had a nutty flavor. So they I thought they were in there nuts. squeezing the nuts out of all of these grapes. I thought, wow, that is a lengthy and difficult process. That's how you get seedless grapes. You squeeze out there the little go. grape nuts and it's you bake them up. 855-935-TALK is our number. Uh, 855-935-8255. We're going to talk about the other major issue, right, of the oh, week? Oh, gosh, yes, because you've got yeah. two things that made a lot of money. you got your grape nuts that have gone way up, yeah. and then you got a- the AMC stock that you bought. Oh, that's right. I've had, I've had I a big so, week. I forgot all about that. I'm so embarrassed to be on the show <laughs> oh, with him as a on. stock trader. 855-935-TALK. Call. Tom and Don are talking real money. Our biggest event of the year, Retire Meet America 2021, is now available to everyone in the country, and it's absolutely free. Sign up now at retiremeet.com, retiremeet.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Uh, (laughs) 855-935-TALK is our phone number. During the break, somebody sent Tom a picture of their, their Raisin Bran Crunch Closet. Uh, Good Lord. At, at literally, what, 50, 60 boxes of Raisin Bran? A cream? lot of boxes. I'm uh, not going to give out his name nor his address. I got to tell you, sure. well, no, because Woo. it really, here's the difference. This is like like, like somebody buying a, a share of General Motors stock and Tom buying a share of AMC stock. His grape nuts <laughs> are worth $27.50 a box, while Raisin Bran Crunch in a two-pack is going for a whopping four dollars and fifty cents. So you pick, oh, you pick okay. the wrong stock. <laughs> By the way, uh, thank you, Todd, for sending that. That's a interesting and unusual photo. <laughs> yeah, and you yeah, picked right. the wrong stock, Todd. Tom bought <laughs> great nuts. <laughs> well, no, and AMC. AMC. So let's yeah, go, you're we'll right go to twice. The you market story. timer. I know. Finally, well, everything comes in three, so I got to have one more hit. But let's talk about the real story this week, Don. Yes, grape nuts. We've had our fun with grape nuts. I've had my fill of grape nuts, as it were. You were eating them this uh, morning when we talked. Yes, I yes, was. You- having, I pretty much have to eat them all the time now, as you know, since we're going our way through 12 boxes of them. Do you like grape nuts and ham? I do I not do. like them, Sam. I am. <laughs> you have to have them with everything. 
But uh, you and I already know the, the, the story of the week is, of course, not Grape Nuts, but it's GameStop. I mean, it's similar mm-hmm. words in some ways. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think people are trying to figure out what – if you're not following this closely, it's kind of a well, weird situation trying to figure out what's going on. Tell us what's going on with that story. Well, it's, 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 uh, it's really odd. And, and the problem is you, you need to have some basic knowledge to even understand this stuff. For example, a lot of this involves – Hedge funds that are selling stock short. They've been selling the stock of GameStop which short, is, which is selling stock you don't own. You borrow the shares, borrowing, correct, yeah. and you hope that they the price goes down. You buy them back at the lower price, and you right. return them to the people from whom you purchased them or bo- borrowed them. I should say, borrow. You're betting against the company. Now, what occasionally happens in the industry is when short sellers get a little overzealous uh, selling a stock and it goes way down, then sometimes experts step in and buy the stock, which creates a thing called a short squeeze. The short sellers see the price of their shares going up and they have to add more money to their account because the stock's value is going in the opposite direction. They're going to have to buy it back at a higher and higher price. And so that forces them to buy the stock back. So it's a game that's played among the experts. Well, now that now the game is afoot among the rank amateurs, including a 34-year-old guy who was a stockbroker for a for an insurance company and then became a quote financial educator. Uh-huh. And then everybody's a financial educator. And then, and then he became <laughs> some sort of stock trading uh. kitty on Reddit. Um what happened is he he He's been for over for about a year. He's been buying the stock of GameStop and posting little videos about it. Well, those videos finally went viral, and all of these redditors and and uh, anarchists, redditors and anarchists, they decided either they were going to get rich or they were going to stick it to the man. Here's a man sticking thing. So, so it's like a it's like a protest of some kind. Is what yeah, it's they they claim it is, but being a, a serious skeptic. This dude bought like $55,000 worth of GameStop, and it's worth millions now. Um, and he keeps claiming he hasn't sold any, but really, do we know that? Do we know that? It, no. To me, it sounds an awful lot like another Wall Street bad habit, which is called front running. Okay, but is this something that everybody should be doing because this is way you're making way more money way quicker may uh, faster than just owning an index fund right is oh, this something oh, you should try absolutely everyone big, big everyone should jump right into this because what you will do by doing so <laughs> is make mr kitty really really wealthy and You'll then stock the kitty when he sells his stock and all of the others out there do whoever is uh, in the who gets in the pool last jumps in after all the water has been splashed out you you will end up being the greater fool and that's the only way these kinds of things work that's the only way AOL worked back in the 90s or pet whatever pets.com pets. all those things. Mm-hmm. those all yep. were greater fool theory deals the the real estate bubble of 2007 2008 that was that was a greater fool bubble. We saw prices in in some parts of the country a house that today sells for two hundred dollars a square foot going for three hundred and fifty or four hundred dollars a square foot. It was a crazy bubble. And here's the thing, okay? Because this has been, I mean, this has been all over not just the financial pages, but this has been at the top of you know major like 
CNN and, you know, the, the, the regular Times. news, right? Yeah. New York Times. So that's when I start to get worried. So, but let's give a little perspective because I think that is important. How is this really affecting people that believe like we do, like use index funds or invest in the S&P 500 or globally diversified? Not very much. Nope. Uh, because when you look at so, because this is from Jason Swag to give him full credit, as of December thirty first, a lot of these comp- most of these companies that they're talking about here, the the, the ones that were really shorted, including AMC, they made up one tenth of one percent of the S and P five hundred. Pretty yeah, small number. So, they get, so that's the thing about these things; you get a lot of press, but is it really going to impact you? Not very much. As of uh, January twenty seventh, a few days ago, they made up just shy of two tenths. Of 1% of the S&P 500. So still, when you look at the big picture, pretty small companies, right? And, right. and here's the other part. Here's the other part. Because people view this like, oh, volatility is going through the ceiling. And by the way, for the month, we actually, the S&P ended up down a little over 1%. So people get worried, oh, volatility is way up. No, volatility is actually about mid-range. Jason looked at the month. It's about where you would expect, you know, stocks are, they should be volatile because that's how you get paid for them. So again, I try to say step back, really look at it. No, this is not something we would recommend. Mm-mm. I know I touched Joking. briefly on a, a stock. In I fact, Tom needs daughter, to sell his AMC. I know. I got to look at What have you had a triple? You've had a triple. I know. I know. It's, it's a three crazy. bagger. And I did not buy it on speculation. I did not part, buy it as too. part of this revolt. No, I bought it because I had a few extra dollars in my daughter's Roth IRA, and I couldn't afford the shares of the exchange-traded fund I was putting her in. That's so, the but, only but reason. wait, be Period. honest. It, you bought it because you knew it was speculative. You didn't. I bought it because you it was didn't the think largest AMC value was stock a, of the moment. No, it was. I, you're right. I, I told. I said, "What would be the most? The, the, it's not coming back." What's the thing that's going to be most injurious? The Did biggest you risk hear that and, little bell sound? Yes, I, I thought it was time for us to leave. It was like Captain Kangaroo. Time was up. What was that little uh, bell sound? Oh. <laughs> that's okay. Someone at the studio says, don't I, worry, we're I, continuing I on. I thought, we oh, were. no, we're in trouble. The angels have come for us. Yeah, it's getting so <laughs> old that they, Hello, ring, angel, they ring ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> they ring ahead. I didn't mean so, to make I fun wanna... of Grape Nuts and CW Post. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, Yule Gibbons, he used to love him some great Sorry, Yule. Uh, yeah, so watch. Yule Gibbons is, is my guardian angel. That's it. I mean, no wonder I'm in trouble. Please do not run out and join this movement. Please do not buy options. Oh, by the way, I think I read today that the short sellers have lost between 50 and $70 billion with a B uh, dollars. This is unbelievable this. from this it's one thing. Bath. From huge, this one huge. thing. And if you think that's a value stock, think again. Game stocks... GameStop stock is trading at 68 times Three book times. value. 68 Two. times book value. Wow. That is not a value stock. Tom and Don are talking real money. RetireMeet has gone both national and virtual. Join Tom and me along with a host of other retirement experts at RetireMeet America 2021. Reserve your place now at RetireMeet.com. RetireMeet.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Yes, indeed we are. And we hope to do it with you at 855-935-TALK. Give us a call, 855-935-8255. I'm Don McDonald. That's Tom Cock. We talk real money every Saturday here on Como Radio. And then we do it all over the Internet, all over the world, all over the world. In fact, on yesterday's podcast. Did you listen? Yeah. Did you I listen? I did not. No. Call from, call from London. 
London calling on the podcast. Yes, what's going on in London they want to know about? He wanted to know about his portfolio. And guess what he owns? Vanguard. There you go. Good. Yeah. Vanguard Global or Vanguard? Uh, like he didn't something? say. We, we, I, I asked okay. that. Anyway. Oh, I wanted to clear something up for those of you playing along at home and don't know yep. what book value is. Book value is the value, the accountant's estimate of the value of all of a company's assets. It's good name. It's buildings. It's inventory, uh, goodwill, those kinds of things. That's its book you value. Compare, you, com, you compare that to the market value, market capitalization. Right. In our mind, that's how you determine a growth stock from a value stock. And typically, others typically, would argue that that's how we typically do it. a value stock is trading down in that, that uh, some say one right at a one book value, yeah. which is where the book value and the, and the, and the market value are the same. Some say three, yep. three and lower. It depends on who you talk to. But time. the interesting thing is, I'll give you another example of a high, high, high book value stock. And this makes perfect sense. Tesla, uh, a high book value ratio. They have a 55 to 1 ratio. But get Sell. this. Get this. Let's talk about a real value <laughs> stock. GM, yeah. General Motors. Sure. Just over one. One to one. And by the way, you saw GM's announcement a couple of days ago. Right. They're saying, we're going to be Tesla. 2035. By 2035, all electric. That's it. I'm excited. 2035. Be... That's like 15 years, 14 years. No way that's going to happen. Um, that is G- crazy. Now, see, be careful with the no way because Tesla, well, I, Tesla you know, chances is. Chances of me being around to be arguing. Tesla be is with, an all electric company, and they said that I'm aware it could of that, never happen. They're going to reboot the entire thing. With G- I don't know. It seems like a big deal, but could be wrong. Basically, a car is a car is a car. It's just they're going to stop making engines and start making electric okay. motors. All right. Okay. I'm telling you, I don't think it's – and GM's been building electric cars for a while, so they've got some experience with it. Not the most – here's what GM needs to do. They need to hire somebody who can design a car that actually looks good. I can't – there isn't a General Motors – okay, maybe a Corvette. <laughs> I don't think so, though. There isn't a General Motors car that I think looks attractive. Not one. Not Vega? one. Oh, a Vega. Wait a minute. That's a long, long time ago, dude. A Chevy Vega? I love those aluminum blocks. They're just really I mean, great, aren't the, they? The Saves Volt, a lot of the, weight. The Volt is, is an ugly sedan. The, That's true. The Bolt, you know, the Volt, the Volt, the Bolt. The, the Volt was the one with the engine. No, wait. The Bolt was the No, that's the one with the electric. Yeah, the Bolt was electric with an engine, and yeah. the Volt was electric yeah. without an engine. Um, ugly cars. I gotta tell you, Ford, Ford now, they're making some pretty good looking cars. That new, um, Broncos look, looks good. That new Mustang, you know, they're doing something different. Cause if you look you around, know, what? I'm old. I don't look at car designs anymore. But I, I, yeah, really I do, care. you know, now that I bought a small SUV, you know, the, the, uh, the Nissan Rogue, I look around now and notice every car on the road is basically the same style. The Honda, same style. The Hyundai, same style. The Toyota, same style. The Mercedes, oh, they figured same out what people style. Will buy and they're making them. And they're making them all. Really? This, but they they have the same little window in the back. Go look. If you're not driving, look around at the small SUVs and you'll go. Wait, those are all the same car. I do, and I'm getting old. I always think they're going to run into me too, so I prefer them to. Stay you have well always away. thought they were going to run into you. More now than I before, have ridden in a car with you for decades. 
And I have never remember a time when you when you weren't in the, on the road going stay back, stay back, no, no, hey, you, you in your lane, get back over there, no, 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 no. I need a, I need a speaker on top of the car yeah, or something. That's what you need so you can yell at them. Hey, you, step away. You in the silver sedan, back away from my blue car. Uh, I'm gonna nice. cough now. You talk. Yeah, that's very good. Uh, I, had to, uh, I had to hit the cough switch. Okay. Uh, what? All enough right. about cars, enough about grape nuts, enough about game stuff. Here's what we're going to do. AMC. Here's yeah. what we're going to do. When we come back, we're going to take some questions. Well, no, we're going to we get the great Paul Merriman. We're going to come back. Oh, God, is he this hour? hour? I thought he was next hour. He's this, this hour. This hour. <gasps> coming oh, up. my gosh. This you is know, even we, more exciting. Paul huge. Merriman is back. I never He's get to back. do the show with Paul. You always get to because you do. We're talking you bring millions. Paul, you bring Paul on when I'm not here. 855 talk Tom and Don are talking real money. Learn about estate planning, Medicare, Social Security, senior housing, investing for retirement, generating income in retirement, and protecting yourself from consumer scams, along with a special keynote duo, Paul Merriman and David Booth, the founder of Dimensional Fund Advisors. Reserve your free place now at retiremeet.com, retiremeet.com. future we're talking real money okay no one will know tom just pretend to be paul no one's gonna know oh 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 we're back oh oh i'm sorry uh uh yeah um paul, paul merriman is not in the building yet. no he's not in the building and uh this is a disappointment he's got a brand new book called we're talking millions 12 simple ways to supercharge your retirement and you know how shy he is about talking in front of an audience he's reticent but yeah. he usually comes through in the end um so but we look forward to talking with him when when we can sure we do no really no oh, she didn't tell us he was on the line no i was waiting okay <laughs> you know that guy we alluded to earlier that wrote the book wrote more than one book and as uh, a financial educator, <laughs> among other things. Among other things, yeah. <laughs> Many other things. He's actually going to join us now on Talking Real Money. Paul, thank you. Good thank you for Lord. being there. You're talking millions. millions I know. You're really. Okay, so. With you guys. Millions of laughs. I'm so yeah, glad you're you. worth millions because we're not worth a darn anymore. <laughs> I All right, we got to ask you before we get to your book. It's always fun to be with yeah. you guys, but uh, but you are just a little uh -oh. crazy. The butt? Just a little. I'm sorry. Well, you should see what they feed us. Before. We got we each got half a box of grape nuts before we did the show, so we're ready to roll. Ah, uh, it's an inside joke. Forget. Okay, we're, so listen. We're talking about helping yep. people here and focusing on their okay. serious, serious financial needs. Right, we're sorry. Okay, the all right. We'll be okay. so let's. By the way, I'm I, getting I, serious. <laughs> I feel duly chastised okay. now, Mr. Merriman. <laughs> Good. All right, let's I'm, start at the top. Right. Before we get to your book, before we get to your book, Wait, there's we got to know. We got to know what's your take on GameStop, AMC, at all this week beating up on the short sellers. Is this something people should pay attention to or not? Well, you know, this depends on who you are. I paid attention to it because I've got a ton of it in my portfolio. <laughs> yes. Wait, so a, wait a minute. What, perc what percentage of your portfolio nah. is at GameStop? Don't don't ask that question, Don. That's the wrong answer. 
that'll, that'll lead to a bad answer. It is a minute part of my portfolio because it is in the DFA funds already, millions of shares. It is in the Vanguard funds, millions of shares. So if you if you think it has nothing to do with you, it it does. What I don't know, and I would love to know, is what is what is DFA and what is Vanguard doing about those holdings at this point when a company that's worth a small amount is selling for a huge amount? Profit taking? <laughs> something yeah, profit I don't know. Taking. Well, we had yeah. the numbers. We had the number. We had, we had the number earlier by the by January twenty seventh. Those stocks made up about two-tenths of 1% of the S&P 500. So it's still a pretty small amount. Now, that actually is considered that they hold that particular company in the small-cap value portfolio. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was gonna. I was gonna mention. It. It seems to me a lot of the argument I hear from people is that, well, I'm just buying value stocks. Well, one, they're not value stocks anymore. But wouldn't it be just smarter if you want to if you want to buy undervalued assets in an environment like this to just buy a small cap value fund? Well, that does make sense. And in fact, what the academics tell us is that you know, these value stocks are out of favor for a reason. It's not like like it's it's uh, uh, and a miracle that they're selling for very little. It's because they got challenges, and and this is one of many. But what the academics tell us is that you look at a bunch of you know an index, hundreds, uh, maybe a thousand value companies. Five years from now, a half of them will still be out of favor. It's the other half that make owning value worthwhile, and nobody knows how to pick the ones that are going to be the winners five or ten years from now. But right now, it's obvious to see how one has done it, and it's an unusual way to make money. Do you believe, do you feel, does this, you've been in the business for a while, does this smell like front-running, though? Well, this always smells like something's going on. I mean, there are so many ways for for people to make money that can be questioned later uh, that are not doing it as investors but are doing it as speculators and so I'm not sure what the reason is but it, it has nothing to do with me it has nothing to do with the way that I believe that people should be investing for the long term it has a lot to do, though, with the way so many people speculate. It's not investing, speculate. And when they right. speculate, it is normally driven by emotions. And my, All right, we gotta, we're going to take a break here, Paul. We're going to take a break. Hang on a second. The book is We're Talking Millions. Paul Merriman will have more from Paul and you coming up. Right, Don? Uh, absolutely. Stick around. Tom and Don are talking real money. Now everyone can meet the retirement of their dreams at Retire Meet America 2021 online. Sign up now for free at retiremeet.com. That's retiremeet.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. 
Welcome back to Talking Real Money. I'm Tom Cott, Don McDonald over there. Hey. Our guest, which we rarely do, Mm-mm. is the author of We're Talking Millions, 12 Simple Ways to Supercharge Your Retirement. Why do we have him on as a guest? Well, because he made us, basically. Uh, no, that's not true. Uh, no, because it's a. this is a great... I love these reviews. I mean, the bots were really operating here to get all... It's like 67 reviews for his book at Amazon. Crazy. It's only been out a few months. But if you read some of these reviews, Paul and his team did a good job in explaining important financial concepts that are easy to understand, making the, making the difficult simple. I love that. Great book with variety of approaches. I could read these reviews all day again. Uh, our but, pleasure but to have Paul Merriman on with us. No, but I won't. Um, but I do want to mention one other thing. Paul will be speaking at Retire Meet. He's one of our big name speakers. That's coming up Saturday, February 20th. And uh, he'll be part of that. But Paul, why write a, another book? You've done such a great, the books in the past have explained how investing works, retirement income. What's, what, what's the deal here? Why write another book about talking millions? I wanted a book and, and Rich Buck, who's worked with me for 30 years, uh, we wanted a book that took all this information we've learned over our lifetimes and make it super simple. Make it so that not only could a 50-year-old first-time investor or a 20-year-old, even a 15-year-old, could understand the hugely important decisions. Every decision in that book, Tom and Don, is a million-dollar decision. There are 12 of them. If we could just get young people to do this throughout their career, it is my belief that they would, I can't use the word guaranteed, but by golly, it's as close as I know in this business in terms of doing the right thing. And that's what this book is about. And what is so, really, it's heartwarming to me that those those reviews, and not one of them is a relative. I want you to know that. Those reviews, everyone is a five-star. Everyone is, that wrote a review gave us five stars. That is fantastic, I think. Well, I, I read the book, of course. You did, and you read, <laughs> it. read you it. You really read it. I read yeah. it, and then I listened to it again, and then I listened to it again to get all the bugs out. But I, I read the book, yeah. uh, and I really, enjoy, the audio I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, love the, awesome. I, I love this whole concept of, of getting young people to get started in a simple way and that's what this book's about it's a simple way to do it but there paul i'm going to ask you maybe the Uh-oh. toughest question you've ever gotten Uh-oh. about one of your books Uh-oh. all right i have Feel one disconnect coming. i have one little concern i read along and read along and read along and then yeah. i got toward the end of the book and you started talking about some mutual funds that you could just buy and and own forever and bothered me why wellington for heaven's sake it's an actively managed fund you know something don i have sat down i mean you and i agree tom we all three of us agree the kinds of index funds people should have no question but we do know that a balanced fund is a kind of a fund that most people when they are older that's what that last part of the book about is people who are older in retirement that at that point, a balanced fund is what is most appealing, particularly if okay. they're a do-it-yourself and wanting to do this on I their get, own. And I what do I like about ball. Wellington? Wellington's yeah. been around since 1928. You're yes. talking to, uh, to wow. an investor sometimes that has little to no experience. They're going to do it on their own. It is really a sense of security they have when 
when one, they're dealing with Vanguard, and two, they're dealing with a fund that's been around doing the job. But yes, why not balanced index, Paul? Why not Vanguard balanced index instead, which has 3,400 stocks compared to 58 and is an index with almost identical 15-year performance? Well, actually, actually, I recommend, again, this is to, to uh, recently did a my favorite 12 Vanguard uh, video, uh, that uh, podcast uh, YouTube piece, and that fund is one that I do recommend. I've got four or five balanced funds that I like. And, and again, it's the idea of convincing people they need a combination of stocks and bonds. And I think they should own a handful of them. If you own a handful of these balanced funds, you're going to pick up different asset classes and, uh, and I think have a, a more diversified portfolio, not just one. It's our pleasure to talk today with uh, Paul Merriman. He has a brand new, relatively brand new, like three month old book. We're talking millions. It's still relatively new. Don read it for the audio version. You can buy it at Amazon where it's well, well, well reviewed. But Paul, you're going to be speaking at Retire Meet, which I think is three weeks from today, if my calendar is right. And what are you going to be telling people that day? Well, I'm going to talk about this book and I'm going to focus on the parts of the book that I think will apply uh, in, in large part to the group that will be there. But I got to tell you, the highlight of, of, of the presentation is when I tell people that have come to retire meet that they're going to get a free, a free audio copy of Don's reading of that book. And I got to tell you, we have had a handful of people who have listened to that. And Don, you did a phenomenal job. You are one heck of a of a book reader, I'll tell you. And Thank you. and Thank you. when I listened to it, the book became a different thing. I it it really took on a life of its own. And so we're going to make sure that everybody who comes and spends the day with us will be able to take this book home. With Don, you can take Don to bed. There's, there's the, there's the deal. Oh, there's a, a promotion that nobody wants to right. use. Wow. Hey, hey, hey. Editing button pushed hey. again and again and again. I tell Debbie's, you what, we don't run that kind of show here. Debbie's listening right now. She's going to take umbrage with that. <laughs> well, maybe not. All started with Grape Nuts and worked his way to yeah. working with Don in another room. Now I you owe me a $27.50 box of Grape Nuts for that. How about just a share of AMC? Just Come on, a make share of AMC. Uh, well, Paul, what, what do you want everybody to get out of this book? What's the one big message you want uh, Ooh, all the readers to take from this book? You know, it's a strange message in a way, and I'm not sure that everybody is going to see it as I see it. Of course, these are, are million-dollar decisions. I mean, we have evidence from the past. We can't know the future, but we know the things that have worked in the past and how to put them together in your best interest. But I think what the, the, the knockout punch is that all it takes is an extra half of 1% in order, particularly for younger people, in order to add an extra million dollars to your retirement. And that's a big deal. Now, when we start talking about 12 of them, and each one of them is likely a million-dollar decision, 
boy, if we can get people to get serious and ignore all the emotions of this business and all the hype of this business, I think they are going to be able to retire in dignity with all the money that they're going to want. But that half a per Half a percent. That's all it takes is another half a percent. Okay, wait. I love that. I'm I doing think the that's math. a great wait. message. Let me do the math. Um, How wait, we look wait. Uh, on 14, the right side of the half percent? $14.95 for the paperback and $12 million potential return? I <laughs> wow. think this you know is that, a deal. You know, And a free I, I, audio that. book if you come to retire meet. Even better. Go ahead, Paul. We well, got to no, go. We got, we, okay, guys, it's been great. Always <laughs> been great to be with you guys. You're the best. All right, thanks, Paul. Thanks for answering my. You'll be uninterrupted questions. for the yeah, retirement we'll, coming we'll up. Leave in three you alone weeks. now. Uh, <laughs> it is actually it's got it's got a lot of great stuff in it. I enjoyed reading it. Thanks for being here, Paul. We appreciate Tom and Don you. Don are talking real money. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money what we talk about all the time it's really what we do we talk about it here we talk about it on our podcast at talkingrealmoney.com and on your favorite 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 your favorite podcast service and we're going to be talking about money oh my gosh we're going to be talking about money in life at retire meet america 2021 that's coming up Saturday, February 20th. You can register right now, retiremeet.com, retiremeet.com. Hear from, well, the man you just heard from, Paul Merriman, David Booth, who founded Dimensional Funds, Don, Tom, Long-Term Care, Social Security, Medicare. You got to be part of this event. It's free, it's virtual, and it's going to be phenomenal. And it's not virtually free. It's free and virtual. It's actually free. You know, you can say virtually free and we charge you five bucks. We're not. We're not going to charge you anything. Uh, all you have to do is just go to our very cool, very easy to navigate website, retiremeet.com. Spell it either way. Retiremeet.com and, uh, just sign up because there's no cost. Come as you are. You could, it's, it's virtual. So you can virtually be wearing anything you want. Retiremeet.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.